0: Welcome to Elite Six Business Networking Think Tank, facilitated by your host Danny DeHeck, the place where decision makers come together to share their experience, knowledge, and skills. To reiterate what we talked about last week, we, um, we talked about mental wellness in business. And just remember, we try to break the meeting into four parts experiences, problems, solutions, and hopefully we give you some takeaways that you get from coming along today. So um, just bear in mind that's four parts. So our theme for the week this week is crisis management. So we thought we'd take a bit of a different tune on what we were discussing. So I will um, start the Think Tank meeting and we'll start talking about crisis management. Remember, we've got a chat box. Uh, If you do say something cool, uh, try to summarize and put it in the chat box, and then I'll cut and paste it, and we'll work on a mind map live as we go. And Just briefly, should we introduce ourselves again? Why don't we do that? Let's go around the room, and uh, because at our face-to-face meeting, we talked about your, uh, who you are, what you do, and why you do it. So, if I was to ask you, Lachlan, to introduce
1: Well, I'm, I'm Lachlan McNeil. I'm a, uh, at the moment, I'm a recruiter. I'm sort of pivoting into, into a couple of other things. I'm getting a few speaking engagements at the moment, and Ooh. Engineering New Zealand just asked me to do a half-hour webinar. So I have to learn how to spell webinar and start with there. But that'll be interesting, (laughs) 1,500 students. Um, So I'm ready to give that a go. Uh, And, uh, yeah, that's quite interesting. So I'm looking at all the little options at the moment. I love a gadget. I like something to do with people and gadgets, frankly. That's me.
0: Cool. Stephen, what do you do?
1: Stephen Fitzgerald.
2: I run my own architectural practice. I'm the director operator of a team of four staff and team. And we generally work with innovative design to excel expectations of clients with regards to their projects.
0: Cool. What about Helen Oaks? What do you do?
3: I'm Helen. I'm a professional photographer and I specialize in sports photography, gymnastics mainly. I also shoot landscapes, portraits and aviation. And I do what I do because I love the creativity of it i love the creative side i love i love taking a photo and then getting a final product at the end after editing it editing is a big part of what i do too i didn't know that yeah how
0: about that uh mark scale yeah
4: hi i'm I'm mark into my fourth year of being an insurance broker uh now running my own business um after decades of being a school principal so brought a lot of transferable skills across. But what I specialise in is really restructuring people's existing um, uh, personal insurance cover, particularly um, to do uh, levelling and to be, give, or to be able to provide long-term affordability and sustainability to avoid those four, five, six thousand 5 6,000% um, premium rises as people get into their
0: late 40s and beyond. Mm. That's cool. Um, now, Paul oh, Starling, what do you do? hi i'm paul um
5: i run canopy computer services in lillybrook in rangura and i hope hope to make computers less painful for home users and small businesses so we basically do everything one-stop shop i've been doing computers since punch cards and paper tapes so i'll show you my age um and i've gone through the whole gamut through programming database admin management and now managing other people's systems so been
0: around for a while should we say oh now i'm going to pronounce your names right because i've got a helper
3: jeline and
6: steph all right. So we, Jolene and Steph from the Odd Wave, uh, we specialise in e-commerce. Uh, so we build e-commerce stores for everyone. Um, so we do Shopify, Magento. Um, soon to be doing Neto. Nito. Um, Nito. But, uh, yeah, it's a pretty pretty cool e-commerce platform, and it's a bit more technical. So if you want a, a more of a detailed store, um, look at using Neto.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: um yeah and then we also do we do white label services as well um so we partnered with a company in Australia and we're doing all their e-commerce stores for them and so we can do the same for, for, for anybody right here
0: really. yep. uh, cool
6: well we love what we do we run our own business
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, love it, love it. it, it <laughs> ah. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, right, I don't know. Um, Sean, can you say what you do? I know you're driving.
5: Yes, Sean from Quality Clean, focus on pest controls, but also also can doing other stuff, property related.
0: Good. Sounds good. And Vicky, I think you're you're doing the, the dishes there. I'll take you off unmute. <laughs> See, you're a, you look like you're a dishwasher. <laughs>
7: Yes, Uh, I'm Vicky Eastwood, I have um, Arahi Tours, which is a specialised uh, boutique, private private and personalised tour company. Um, I also guide uh, for other companies as well when I don't have any uh, guests, and I am passionate about our Canterbury and about our, our South Island. And basically New Zealand, but I take the tours in the South Island and Canterbury are my main specialties.
0: Brilliant. Thank you very much. Awesome. So that's our crew today. So what we're, our, our uh, plan of attack is, is that we have a 45 meet, a minute meeting on crisis management. And uh, so we've obviously <laughs> got a lot of that going on at the moment. So what I really there want to know. I will share the screen on our mind map so we can go as we go. So, first of all, uh, what's people's experiences been being uh, handling the crisis that we're going through at the moment?
2: Stay positive.
0: Ah, so, would you say that would be called attitude?
2: Yeah, have a positive attitude, always.
0: Yeah, but
4: I think in terms of the experiences as we went into... Uh, the lockdown for many of us it was sort of a time to reflect, um, because suddenly our income streams had dried up, or our possibilities around um, sourcing new clients. So we had to get work through that mind shift to start with. About this is this is something completely new, um, and and as Stephen's saying, in terms of having a positive mind shift, it was really around saying, well, this is where we're at now. It's, it involves everybody, um, but how can we move forward from that? And I think once people started to move into that space, for some it took just weeks, others it's, it took a good couple of months. Um, I, I think for myself, you know, my business is stronger because I had time to reflect on my own um, systems and things. I had that time and um, learned new ways of engaging with clients remotely like this
0: uh, Zoom platform.
3: On the next one.
0: Um, just say, actually, that was a really good point Uh, I was just talking while you were talking is that we went in lockdown for three weeks Um, and there's people in America that have probably been locked down for six months now and uh, that must be doing their head in, I reckon
7: Well, it it, it, it was up to them Um, and also, you know you can't really go far when you've got a president like Trump So, how
0: about them already? (laughs)
7: yeah um and and i also think you know none of them wanted to do as they're told and all of them thought that well not all but you know a a hell of a lot thought that it was just oh yeah it'd be all right we'll get over it and they're finding now that they're not getting over it and like oh hell this is real i don't think half of them thought it was real
3: yeah you're right Vicki, because they actually um especially in california they protested and said we have our civil we want our civil rights we're not going to be locked down and now california has the highest amount of cases
4: yep yeah Absolutely. and florida was the same yep. Helen. But, yep. but when you've got the illustrious leader as recently as yesterday um saying that you know all of the large amounts of uh test results coming through is really just reflecting badly on that on their own testing he hasn't even acknowledged that they've They've lost about one hundred and twenty thousand people
0: now.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. And they're just numbers, not people. I, yeah. You know, seriously. Yeah. Uh,
7: he he isn't in reality anyway. I mean, no. I think he's he has grandiose ideation. He really needs to be diagnosed now.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, is the um, president situation uh, affecting us?
3: I think it does because they're, you know, supposedly the superpower, and it, whatever America does affects the whole world.
7: Well, stocks and share market, you yeah. know, I mean, um, y- you know, for people who have uh, money invested, um, and, and America, you know, is just is not helping that. No. So, I mean, we haven't really had the the real impact of this yet. Um, New Zealand seems to be doing all right, but I'll tell you what, if New Zealand, they have to get their things sorted out now. I was just listening to the national radio, and there was a professor from the Otago University who said there are still things not in place, contact tracing. I mean, everyone goes, well, we want our civil rights. So when you're lying in a hospital bed and every bone in your body and is aching and and you can't breathe, you go, oh, shit. You know, I, I should have forgotten about the civil rights and just worried about mm. worried about you know the COVID nineteen and it's, it's like people are in another world. Yes, yeah,
3: well they are.
7: I, I as a nurse, you know, 30 years and and uh, I, I can't believe that people are so buried in the in the sand over this. Um, mm-hmm. And it won't take much. We've only got five million, and our geographical location is such. That in New Zealand we're all—it's a small country. If it rips through here, we're all buggered, really. If it rips through like it has overseas,
0: so how yeah. are we going to handle that? That's the topic for today. What is the crisis management um, theme? Is like, what are we actually? Um, like, what have, what can we do about it in this situation? Like, uh, do we sit here and prepare for the what's not happening, or do we look for practical steps now? Because we've always been people always trying to be not in a way, in particular the future. But reality is what's happening now is what's really important.
3: We can yep. diversify our businesses.
0: Yep, is that your experience? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, experience well,
6: yeah. Yeah, look to take your business online if <coughs> yeah. online and see what services you can offer remotely.
4: Yeah. Uh, work in your business in a way that you can work from anywhere. So use like cloud services to back up your data such that you can plug into any computer anywhere and
5: be able to work mm. so something yeah, of-
7: that's, ho- that's okay for people who work online and can work online. I have a tourism business and um, I can't work online <laughs>
0: You well, know, you, uh, uh, look, you could, in a way, if you thought about a way of working online, like you could go through your photo gallery and I don't know. I mean, generating money online, uh, travel blogs, and you know, writing about your experiences of traveling in New Zealand. I mean, that m- virtual tourism may actually become a thing. Mm. You know, in a couple yeah, of years' yeah. time, I'll be no. asking for a trip, and I might think, "Well, let's go and research about a country instead, rather than traveling there." And all Where those photos you I'm turn taking. Turn that
7: to- into money, Danny. You know, how do you turn it? Okay. People go, oh, well, we'll research it ourselves. That's what I'm finding now. Ki- Kiwis say, oh, no. I say, well, I, I can yeah, take you on, on a, on a you to, trip. But they say,
0: well, well, we, they say, well, it's we describe ourselves. That, that's the, the trick, though, is that's what we're talking about, is how do we turn that into... yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what we're discussing yeah. in a way. I mean, for example, I took all these photos and videos of Bangladesh when I travelled. So now i'm starting up an etsy store and i'm enabling people to be able to purchase my photos um and right. use yeah. them as printable stuff all the videos i'm using to build up my social media to create hype around myself
3: i think vicky we all we all have that problem in our businesses i do myself because with the invention of amazing cell phones that have amazing cameras on them You know, People just go, why would I get a professional photographer? I can use my phone, you know. So it's coming up with a thing that sort of makes people not use their cell phone and go, oh yeah, professional photographer would be better for this very, you know, for this reason or that reason. Um, And like Danny said, you know, you could diversify and maybe write travel blogs, try and make money that way. And yeah, have different avenues of income. Yeah. it's not the easiest oh, but you
0: know it's an idea starting a thought process yeah
7: yeah I'll, yeah well i i I have a motorbike uh now, so I can um probably make it an awful lot cheaper um going all around New Zealand doing travel blocks yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it helps if you're pretty blonde um <clears throat> like itchy boots um yeah. and itchy boots she has probably i don't she i think she's sponsored by somebody so um
3: yeah, yeah, they getting all,
7: out and yeah. That,
3: yeah, they all seem to be young, 20, 30-somethings, so these travel bloggers, and they're all very attractive women and hunky yes. men. But, yes. you know, we can appeal to the older folk, maybe. Oh, <laughs> where was this again?
7: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. One for the wrinklies, a blog for the wrinklies. <laughs> travel blog for the wrinklies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right, so let's just bring this meeting back a little bit. Uh, Crisis management, so what steps did we take uh, <laughs> when we went into a crisis situation? What did we have to do? What, worked, what What didn't work? What wouldn't we do next time we go into a crisis? Yeah,
4: you've got a few things in your chat box, Danny. Too.
0: Oh, thank you, mate. Yeah, we miss... Oh, look, we have two. Oh, good. Oh, got it. That again. Yeah. We're sharing a keyboard now.
4: Mm. Yeah, so we're away, have you?
0: <laughs> As per normal, I can't
7: yeah. get this on my phone. I, I don't get the chat box on the phone.
0: You do. You just don't know how to use technology.
7: Right. Oh it's, well. Tell get me to then. To the
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you really need it on a computer. To be honest, it helps a lot more. But you can. It's just a little wee. You will see a number three down there yep. on your phone somewhere, and that will be the messages. Because there's been oh. messages. Even I didn't see them on a big screen. Uh, yeah so okay
3: you could also oh, a... um, work with other people collaborate with others
0: you thinking mm. yeah who could you party up with
3: someone with a like-minded business
0: how do you make um, I always look for ways to make your bread and butter somehow how do you turn something into money uh, you know that's the ultimate class over I took a photo that somebody might buy. Uh, Yeah, you want to fix the spelling? Um, So, how do I just get one of my photos that people will buy it? Do I make it a dollar and then everyone's going to buy it because it's only a dollar? And then, once I realize I know how the process around selling stuff works, then I start putting my other 50 photos online and I start selling $5 photos. Well, how do you? You know, how do you generate income online? If, if we're talking about throwing our businesses online. Mm. I, I had three people hire me uh, last week, or the week before now, I think, and they paid me $150 an hour. But they went along and booked me on my calendar, and, it, and then we had a Zoom meeting, and I helped them do what they needed to do over Zoom. But they were actually quite happy to book me for an hour and a half, uh, an hour, now, it, it, it didn't quite go that way. They didn't just pop along to my website. They didn't just see me and they didn't, didn't book me. I looked at their website and then I engaged with them. I sent them a loom invitation and I sort of did a, a five or 10-minute look at their website and talked their way through it and then sent them a link. And then that built that relationship up. And then, and then at the end of my free 10-minute introduction, it said, look, if you'd like to carry this discussion on, go to this website, click on this, fill that out, and book me for an hour. And that was how I went around doing it. So I had to, you know, because you try all these different things and nothing really works. Uh So now with Elite Six, for example, I have had two people uh, fill out our uh, visitor invite form. And one of them was in Australia, who had a New Zealand address in Christchurch. And another one was in the North Island so instead of doing my same old thing of emailing them back and forth, I actually did a loom introduction. I went to their website. I recorded it. I talked about I went to their LinkedIn. I found all of them online. And then I, as I was doing that, I was recording it. And then I told them the process about becoming a member of Elite Six. And, that, and then I sent that off to them. And I got two different re- replies, but I did get an engagement. I also got notified when they looked at me, when they looked at the video. So And then it took two or three hours for one of them to reply to me afterwards. And I just use all that information to better what I do next time. Yeah. It's a really neat way of doing it. But, it was, you know, it was something new as well. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't think you can underestimate the value of establishing authority prior to firing out. I mean, you know, the likes of Vicky and Helen and, and, and there, you know. Um, you can't, as you say, people with their phones, if you just turn up and say, hey, use me, uh, and people think, hang on, I've got a free, really good camera right next to me here. I- I'll give it a bit of a go. But once you establish authority, then the people who are willing to pay for it will come to you. Um, so and that's what Danny's doing in the way. But certainly and a lot of people fail, seem to fail to do that. They just say, hey, look, I-, I-, I know all about this. But it takes time to establish authority. People need to see you answering yeah. stuff and yeah. coming up with proper solutions that show your authority and what you know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Problems,
0: if we're talking about that, yep. uh, running out of money, lack of funds. Yeah, yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, it does. Co- I mean, I've I, I added up, I spent $1,300 a month on subscriptions. And um, I'm going, wow, do I really? Um, you know, hosting websites as a subscription or, um, you, you know, Spotify, whatever you use. And I'm adding these all up going, I really spend that much? <laughs> and um, then I realized a lot of things I really need you know, like these podcasts we do, uh, they cost money. Everything costs money, but I get the value out of them. Even having a booking system on my website costs money. Um, so, you know, when you're using all these things, it does start to cost quite a bit. Uh, like your Adobe subscription, Helen uses it for a photo. She wouldn't be without that, but she's, you know, she's forking out 50 bucks a month for something she has to have. Hosting her um, photos in a platform where people can see the gallery that she's taken and they can one-click download it or uh, having a, an email system that answers your emails for you kind of remotely, that costs money. And eventually you're spending all this money on subscriptions. Um, Nothing's
7: coming in. <laughs>
4: yes. Yeah. But the that, challenge that is you can be stopping of, subscriptions. Of from not on your own business operations. Because there's some things that are essential to have and some things that are nice to have. And, and when there's a cash flow um, impact, then maybe those nice to have things are, are things that you have to cut for a while. Yeah, yeah
3: and I think even going into your business and looking at all those subscriptions and going through and taking out the ones that you don't need is is quite critical because we have time we don't know what subscriptions we've got and then we get a bill and we go oh I was meant to cancel that one or I don't use that anymore so having a bit of a um cull of them would be a good idea except
0: for elite six of course <laughs> um even like zero is another one isn't it Who uses zeros? Yeah. 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 And out of curiosity, who goes on to a monthly plan when they're using those things or do they pay yearly to save a little bit of money? It depends. No,
6: monthly, depending on cash flow, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm a monthly person. Uh, Helen will often buy them yearly.
6: Yeah.
0: I like. I don't know what I'm doing next month. That's my problem.
6: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, same
0: here.
3: <laughs> I think if we're going to go to the problem and then the solution, so money, lack of funds, and then your solution would be applying for grants, I guess.
0: Yes. Yeah. Now there's, there's a good one because um, I've got somebody who uh, hasn't been in elite six. It's actually um, Kirsten. Actually, if Stephen's listening, but um, and she said she's at a a which doesn't know what to do. And she needs some sort of business advice. And I'm going, well, there's a grant out there at the moment. You know, like I got a $1,500 grant and it was used towards uh, Matt James. And um, he, we've had uh, four or five meetings. And as much as I get a lot of advice from everyone, it's been absolutely invaluable, you know, just getting that. Yeah. But I didn't know that was there until I asked somebody. Um, so is it uh, funds.
3: Apply
1: for oh, have... The problem is actually finding some of those things that are, are relevant for you because I think it wasn't yours with the local Canterbury outfit. Yeah, yeah. Because I, was, I was in touch with a guy down Southland who does uh, care training. I said, hey, you can, can, you can apply for this. And it turns out to be it's not for him, it's for us. And so I felt kind of a bit bad, really. <laughs> Just told him to move house. <laughs> um,
3: the other thing is, um, Lachlan, is that a lot of people don't even know these grants are available.
1: Yeah, no, well, I either didn't either. Until, yeah. until you guys mentioned them, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I got a few and I must admit, I hate claiming anything.
3: Yeah, I'm the same, I think all oh, the money probably should go to other people that really really yeah. need it. That's and right. I do feel a bit guilty, yeah.
0: And, no, and then I get a tax bill and I think bugger it, go for everything.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I actually got the, um, the 11,000, uh, whatever it is, the $12,000 loan. I think we talked about that a few weeks ago, yeah. but I just put it in the bank and now I've got money to pay my tax. <laughs> but I think really I meant to have a reason for that. But then somebody said, well, everyone's got it. And why wouldn't you have it there if you could? And, and if, when they start paying it back, give the whole lot back. But it's sort of like a wee safety net in a way.
4: Yeah. yeah. That's what we talked about at the time, Danny, I recall, was that you might as well get that cheap loan in and uh, use that to pay off your car, uh, which is at a higher yeah, owned, that's right.
3: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, because it's only three percent isn't it once you start paying yeah
0: them. after a year can
4: yeah.
0: Yeah. you still get it i think so yeah, yeah. Mm. it took 24 hours or probably mm. maybe 36 but it was amazing mm. you know um, yeah. Okay. So, what have we got? We've got quite a good a few experiences, problems. So, crisis management. What, what problems do we find? This is using the current one. We've got three in crisis We've got earthquakes, shootings, and uh, now COVID. Uh, if you go back and think of earthquakes, which is a bit more pleasant to talk about than shootings. Yeah. Right. So, what happened at the time of the earthquake? Lack uh, of planning. Lack of planning and putting redundant systems in place.
6: Yeah, yeah, true.
0: I think a lot of people noticed they didn't have stuff in the cloud and they couldn't get their documents.
3: Yeah, you know, so Mm. yeah.
5: Even if it was in the cloud, internet wasn't always there, so that's not always.
0: Mm. Yeah,
3: true. Yeah, people had left their laptops in buildings that they couldn't get in, and then they were stuffed.
0: Yeah. Not not knowing their passwords yeah. and usernames to access the yeah. stuff because they had it in their notebook on their desk. No yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, doubt. Yeah.
6: Yeah.
2: What happens in a reverse scenario when we have a pandemic in the cloud and we've got everything in the cloud and can't get it down? That's what we were co- actually
3: thinking about that. We were talking about that the other day. What if the whole internet went down and we were, you know, stuffed in that way?
2: I put everything well, in that's my server, prediction. So I've got yeah. it in the server and then it goes to the cloud. So I've got it in two locations.
3: Oh, Yeah. 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 yeah.
5: yeah. You have it locally as well. If you use Office 365 and the site, you can store everything locally as well as in the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. So when the cloud comes back up again, it all resynchronizes. Yeah. So at
2: the moment, to survive, we're all going online, but with a pandemic in the cloud, we've all got to go offline.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. But, um, yeah. But in terms of the problems on this, what I would say is that having verified and simplified data as to what to do and it's sort of an a b c level would be kind of useful but it's so scattered around and disseminated often from the point of view of the people supplying the service or something it's hard i'd like to say here's what you should be doing in terms of backup do this i know people put charts but a really really simple version that doesn't just back a piece of software but offers mm-hmm. a couple of solutions would be kind of nice Mm-hmm. Um, and you can say, okay, I've done this, I've done this, I've been mean, for class. I've, I worked for architectural firms for a lot. Classic thing is when the backup doesn't work, when do they discover it? When something, when a computer's gone down, they go, oh, we've got a backup, and oh my goodness, we've been doing this for two years, and it doesn't even work. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've been with a practice, a big practice in Christchurch, which was out of, out of action for two days on a big project,
0: big city project, just mm-hmm. because of that. It's like the lady yeah. used to take the office back at back up home in the train and it was a magnetic train. It used to wipe the disc every day. Oh, yeah. oh.
6: <laughs>
0: I, know. I know that was a real story, but I'm pretty sure it was at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So we just had an experience recently, Janine damaged
4: her laptop but we couldn't recover the data it has bit like on it. And the, the encryption key must have been stored by the manufacturer on the actual disk. Oh, no. So we thought that it would be stored on one drive, like in the cloud somewhere, but
5: we did not find the key, so we can't recover the data. Yeah.
6: So. But years
4: and photos
6: and all sorts of things. Oh, no. but I'm
3: so
4: upset. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The disk is there, but we just can't recover it, which needs that action to do.
3: Could you
4: get a security expert to try and do that, maybe? No, apparently you can't. Yeah, got That's how they sold this yeah. off in the first
0: place. No one can yeah. break yeah. into it.
1: Yeah.
6: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, neither can we. <laughs> yeah. right, cool. Anyway, Tell us some other problems we
1: had. I have to say a problem for mine was that because I'm used to working from home, it was like business as, as usual for me. Now, mm. for a lot of my clients, it was very different. And, and you just have to think, okay, it's different in your world. You know, some people also were were, were traumatised by working from home, and I've done it for years. Yeah, so it's perfect. like, right, okay. But you've got to remember that it is very, very different for them. People who normally work with 50 other people, it's a different yep. game. Yeah. So just, I, mean, I mentioned before getting out of the people's heads, but I found a bit of a problem. I had to sort of shut myself
0: up. Yeah. My first, my first business name was called Remote Internet, because, and I used to have a logo... Of a stamp of milford sounds and my goal was to be able to work anywhere in New Zealand remotely Yeah, and that was when they had the nokia phone and the dial-up connection and i used to use a compact 11-inch screen computer laptop yeah. and uh, but um the idea was you know like it's always been good for me to think that i can work anywhere and that's been my goal and i had a, even had a portable printer that used to go into my my suitcase mm. You know, But the reality now is I think it's a blessing that you can actually... Laptops are awesome. You pick them up and you can work anywhere. An external screen is a blessing. Yeah. Um, having uh, external keyboards um, is something I, I live on now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and a good good desk.
3: <clears throat> it's amazing because our whole life really is online. Everything, you know, documents, everything mm. is online.
1: Yeah. I, I, I actually think the problem, just getting back to what we are talking about before is you know people don't have a plan but sometimes you have 90 percent of a plan but you don't know that you haven't got last 10 percent until it happens so yeah, i guess right. taking the time to verify oh, gee, that works so 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 backup mm. systems which say okay let's do a temporary backup onto something yes that works it all works great like automatically um would be a really good useful thing to do it's, um
3: well it would be good to
1: test those systems, wouldn't it Yeah, just have an automatic testing, verify, okay. All your backups worked, I mean I use Outlook, so sometimes you have your OST or your PST files, Um, you have your image backups and all that sort of stuff, but how do I know if they're working or not?
3: Yeah, it's it's like um, when we used to do earthquake drills as kids at school, you know, you do it in cases one, and I remember as a kid, I used to live in Auckland and you never get earthquakes in Auckland, so, but we do these drills and you go, why are we doing this? But, you know, one day it happened and yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, the challenge is Then the problem is it takes hours to test it mm. that it's actually working. Takes minutes. Mm. <laughs> it does. Yeah. But, but see, I have I have um, a, a recruitment back. I have three different recruitment systems. I have my normal Outlook just for email. That's easy. Um, I have quite a few photographs which are backed up in a couple of places. But you know, it's it's. You know, how yeah. many you've got your email systems backed up? My email system. That's I use Office three six five, so it's not a. That's not backed up. is on my system.
5: Most people, you you can only restore a month's worth, right? Yeah, the rest gets archived or
6: deleted if you don't back it up. Yeah. So
5: if if you you delete something today and realize in three months' time, Mm. it's gone.
0: Right. What about using IMAP mail? Is that um, like Live Mail? What What is IMAP?
6: IMAP. Stores your email on the server but then you reach your your mailbox gets full so you've got to set a limit because it never removes uh, email from the mail server so you'll have to clean it up and archive it yourself oh. So that's the difference between iMAP and free yeah
5: or buy more space yeah, yeah. or
6: buy more space
5: buy more yep space. The, the office 365 gives you 50 gigabytes and I've got every email ever received since 1992 Wow. I haven't been
0: out of space yet. Wow. Yeah. You love your
5: email. <laughs> if, um, it's
0: a <laughs> Yeah, so if I, if I theoretically wouldn't have a backup then because I can access my email when I'm online. However, when it comes to not getting online and be able to retrieve emails, I wouldn't be able to do that if I'm trying to search for something that's archaic.
7: Mm.
0: So, what do you? Is there a way of actually? file saving and storing your mailbox into a folder where all your mail like an
3: archive system
0: yeah was that just too complicated you should depending
5: on your mail client you might be able to export it to uh like if you're using outlook you could export it to a dot pst file Mm. or you could use an office 365 backup if you're using office 365 and i'm sure apple have got something similar
0: i think lawyers would have a problem i would personally like it if my email disappeared <laughs> and yeah, start
1: again, <laughs> be like, yay! They yeah. so, <laughs> can also request your LinkedIn backup just instantly. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Good stuff, guys. disappear, um, it just helps keep things simple.
6: No, sometimes something crops up and then you can't find it, and then it's a problem because it's a query on a job you've done, or you know
1: something that's yeah.
6: like unresolved, or yeah, you know yeah. what was the original project spec, and then you've lost it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, what about um, what about we got solutions? What have we got? Um, Listing some solutions. then, so it is, um, okay. b- backup's a really interesting one in itself, isn't it? Because backup is really good, but then restoring <laughs> is not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> and no. you, when you restore something you've had backed up a month ago, you hope. you What I first worry about is overwriting the stuff that I need now. Is the backup going to overwrite the current stuff?
3: I've got the dog's
0: head in between my hands, yeah, trying to type. Should see what's happening down here, but I don't think we can. Break <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> yeah. Crazy in our household. Dog rules the list. I hey, Liz.
6: Hi.
7: On
0: camera. <laughs> oh,
6: look. <laughs>
0: kitchen things. Hey,
6: have I not got the camera? Yeah, there you go. Can you see me? Can you? you yeah. Can. <laughs> I'm in my. I'm in my flesh kitchen. Whoa. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's good. Wow. Kitchen things and car
1: Oh. It's like choose another any many money mic. My. Yeah.
0: Just do not put the phone in the microwave. <laughs> Let that long time ago, it was something that it. did happen. Um, so what else we got there? So was solutions to crisis management. What have you found that works good for you guys? Uh, networking. I'm gonna put that one there. <laughs> yeah. anyway, asking yes, definitely. The, uh, Others for help. help
3: so and guidance. Yeah. Help. And
0: look at my spelling. It's good, isn't it? Guidance.
3: P-N-C-E.
0: A-N-C-E. A-N-C-E. Yep. Guidance. Look at that.
1: I, I, I certainly think, I sort of referred to it before, but actually reading... Um, Rather than jumping on with a solution, is actually trying to find out what the real problem is. Some people's money thing was just money, cash flow, and that's the essential bit of what it was. It wasn't a lack of ideas, um, you know. And I'm a bit of an ideas hamster, and I tend to I pile away with an idea. It may not be people's problems, and so Mm. just trying to ask the questions and being, uh, what's the word, uh, non-judgmental. Yeah.
0: uh, Well, it's funny that My comment there was meeting people's expectations, but people's expectations, what we've found, are still very high, and they don't seem to have much understanding when you can't provide all the services you normally. Want. It's always amazing. I'm sort of think, well, why are people so demanding?
3: We get emails going. Um, I realise there's. COVID-19 going on, however, it's taken this long to get my parcel, when will I get it? And we're like, do you not understand? You just said you realise, but you don't realise because you're expecting it, you know, in a a week or two. And it doesn't work like that.
6: Yeah.
2: Uh, Danny, one thing um, I'm finding that meeting someone's expectations, I don't think, is a high enough bar anymore. Exceeding their expectations is a better goal. exceed their expectations you have to listen and understand what their expectations are to be able to go on
3: yeah
1: now the trick is to lower their expectations at the beginning state <laughs> yeah. is,
0: that, uh... <laughs> is that a solution
3: no that'll be a problem
0: was that a problem sorry I'm just uh, grabbing notes if you're uh, if you're putting a note in a problem, try to put a P in front of it, then I'll know that it's a oh, drug.
7: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just saying, it's really good. These um, mind maps are really brilliant because I put them together as a blog afterwards and they uh, they really are quite good snippets. Oh, is that right? Business continuity planning. Yeah, that's a solution. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh right, so where are we gone? I like that. Um now usually this I think um, Stephen, can you just chat in the box and put that um, exceeding expectation in, in a paragraph? Because that was quite good there.
1: And Lachlan, yep. I was yep. going to say, um, you know, so one of the solutions, of course, is pivoting and helping other people pivot. Sometimes people just need to they actually, you practically could do that. Um, for me, obviously, you know, with with recruitment, I was doing a lot of stuff that was required international travel. So I just did move to a bit of career counselling and, and doing CVs for people.
5: Yeah. Uh,
1: and that's often what they need. And it's it's not very glamorous. And, and obviously, you know, trying to reformat tables, you know, at eleven o'clock at night is no fun for someone like me. Mm. Um, uh, so, but pivoting to that is 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 useful. And um, that's that's a, a good yeah. been a good solution.
3: Definitely a good point because diversifying using your other skills that you have to yep. help people,
0: yeah.
1: But yeah. also intersecting that with other people's pain is yeah. important rather than just say, I've got the service, come on, pay me for it. And people think, yeah. I don't need that,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: You yeah. know, um, yeah.
3: Was it you, Lachlan, that had people that had lost their jobs, like yeah. fairly high up people, and then they thought they'd apply to countdown for work and they?
7: Yeah.
1: Yep.
3: There.
1: yeah. 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 in fact, it's a big thing in the UK. A lot of people are just doing that. They're thinking, look, nothing's going to happen in my job for three to four months. Why don't I get a job that I can get, I can start and I can do something, be active during the day. I may not make the money I've made before, but at least I'm out there doing stuff. Yeah. And and then go back home. And then then after four months, five months, you can say, hey, look, I've I've come back. And and, and it's the thing that stands in most people's way is the perceived status drop that people think, my goodness, what happens if my client sees me yeah. packing groceries? Mm. Um,
0: and that you, you just need to man up to that.
3: Yeah.
0: You need yeah. to person up to that. Can we edit that one? I'm not going to the bloody, I'm not <laughs> working in the supermarket. I can't do it.
3: Yeah.
0: I did it for 18 months, so I'm just not going back there. <laughs> yeah, well, but you know what I mean? The point yeah. is yeah. something that would be a perceived status drop. Most people have a bit of a problem with that.
3: Oh, you know? I think but, a lot of people mm, do. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah
0: and I think um, one thing with the lockdown which was really good we didn't spend so much money and then we realized what we spend our money on you know like the guy that earns $200,000 a year you know he's probably driving an $80,000 car you know so maybe that's where they need to rethink well they've got the big mortgages to go with it so maybe they need to say well let's cut out some of that you know the grandeur of life and um, don't spend so much like Mark's living in a Two hundred thousand dollar house now, aren't you, mate? In the batch and oh, bring oh, no, uh, a tartar. On no, a, a uh,
4: cardboard box under the
0: local road bridge, mate. It's a very strange cardboard box. Look we'll at that. <laughs>
3: Weren't you living in the in the car and then you? Oh, set tell us, it on fire. Tell us your car story. Well,
0: have you got your photo of your car handy, Jim? I would have it if I could get onto
4: the screen. I could get to a pretty. Smooth. Yeah, my, my, I'll, my, I'll, I'll I'll bring it close and then we'll switch. To, if you.
0: Yeah. Right. Sounds good. I'll make it that you can share the screen. I just yeah, want to show what Mark does to a car. That he I want about to better minimise this screen first. I can't do that. How I'll just uh, what I'll do is I'll stop the sharing of this screen and yeah, somehow allow you to share the screen. Uh, security, share screen. There you go. It's a, it's a prop uh, available now. This is what Mark. If Mark's got the photo.
4: I'm just quickly trying to get. I'm getting close. I'm getting close.
0: Uh, uh, hey, all those listen to the podcast. Mark is going to show us what he does in his lifestyle property when no one else is around. Right, that's my. Uh, <clears throat> that's the back seat of my
4: uh, eight-month-old no, not second-hand oh, camera.
6: Oh, we can't see it, Mark.
4: You got to share the
0: screen. Us oh, share right. the screen. Yeah. Six month old car, you've just bought it, you're loving it, you're lording it over the neighbors. Uh, here we go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
4: so the the upshot of that was sort of like my burning issue of the week. Um, oh, I was actually trying to jump start um, my Prado, which is right next door to that, and I was running idling the car, and uh, I was just putting around out behind somewhere, and obviously one of the jumper leads dropped off the battery terminal. Marked in the engine bay and of course modern cars are full of plastic uh, which ignited by the time I looked up there were sheets of flames uh, the bonnet was up at the time sheets of flames going up uh, you might see over the back here is a set of trees and they were burning as well oh, no. mm-hmm. so uh, yeah I had to yell out to my wife to uh, call the fire brigade uh, we're out, yeah. I'm on a 10 acre block out in the country so fire brigades are not going to turn up instantly mm. so I had to Run up my driveway, turn on my irrigation pump, drag the irrigation line up to here, and started putting on uh, water.
0: Right, so that, that pump- would be um fair to say that that is a crisis. Yeah, yeah that was
4: yeah. a crisis.
0: So, how did yeah. what was your um? How did you handle that? <laughs> like, <laughs> what was it? Let's go break this down. What was your what was your experience with the crisis?
4: Oh, my, my first experiences and and putting it in. um English would have been just shit shit shit, oh, bugger, yeah. bugger bugger um, <laughs> yeah, bugger, then, then I, I did go into crisis mode and, and my wife's told other people this because I was a volunteer fireman for 14 years, uh, so I'll go. probably put out several dozen uh, car fires in my time
3: so Unfortunately, was, I didn't have
4: a fire hose in which yes. case I could have done it.
0: So you could have had a, a better, a proper, might have spelled, proper, fire proper equipment the-
4: yes, yeah, at hand too because just, just that two minutes of getting water to it, it um, the whole engine bay was involved and then once the, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, the bag went off, it went off explosively and blew out through the front oh, windscreen window and of course oh. that left a big opening through where the glove box normally was straight into the burning hot engine compartment then the flames oh, just oh, came God. straight through into the interior of the car.
0: No, no,
4: that, was all uh, over, being an
2: insurance right. broker, what was the gain?
4: <laughs> was
2: being an insurance broker, what was the gain?
4: The gain was, I'm quite thankful that I'm not a, in um, house and contents insurance because, whereas I do all the work for clients, you have an accident like that and you do all the work for
0: the broker. They send you a form. Yeah. You've it. got okay, the knowledge so, not to
2: charge so, you the garage
0: so the solution to that problem would have been what what could have made it
4: the solution would have been not to try and um, run jumper leads from one vehicle to the other unattended all right so okay Um, (laughs) yeah it's just one of those things i'm pretty philosophical about it i'm just waiting for money to come through got fully assessed and it will be paid for but i've had a friend who's loaned me a car so that's been useful and very kind
0: uh, i was just sort of thinking about that one though, with the solution side of it, you said um, you jump lead to the car, so was that obviously because the battery kept going flat? Oh, this
4: was in the, not in my car, but this was in my um, Prado, which um, has been off the road for nine months. And I actually had a guy coming to buy it, so I thought, well I better get it, better, better get it started up so it's, it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've done it three or four times over the previous six months.
0: So, so why did you um, wait nine months to sell the Prado? Why didn't you sell it? Like Helen's going well, to
4: I was going to I was gonna fix it.
0: Oh gonna It's
4: got a broken transmission, so I was gonna fix it. Brother in law is a diesel mechanic and um but it's just timing and cash flow and, and so mm. I was just parked up. So
3: did the guy come round and see the burnt out car and He arrived when there were three
0: fire engines oh. and two, <laughs> you know, two tanks was <laughs> parked up
4: my driver. The
0: Prado's, the Prado's not for sale now. I need. And,
4: um, yeah, he was a friend of my neighbour, and the, both of them came over. and He said it's probably not a good time to talk about your vehicle, is it? And I said, yeah. you're bloody right there, mate.
0: Yeah, one careful man, owner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. So, a solution could have been what? If if you were looking back hindsight, do you wish you got rid of the Prado earlier? I uh, wish you had a spare battery laying around.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, Prado's have two batteries to start with. That was part of the problem, but
0: mm. it's just
4: one of those things that's a genuine accident and you can mm. say, well, what if, you know, even if I'd had, had decent water supply there immediately, I still would have ended up with a damaged uh, camera. Yeah, so right. um, as it happens, we're going to turn the opportunity. We're looking around for a replacement, you know, um, four or five-year-old vehicles. Most mm. of them are in Auckland. So when the money comes through, my wife and I, were going to go to Auckland pick one up and do a five-day road
0: trip south. Nice. So I think my point with that conversation really was the fact that all the crises that have happened in Christchurch were kind of different and unpredictable and sometimes it doesn't matter what you do to, you know, prepare yourself. You can't prepare for every scenario, uh, but if you went back to the three fundamentals like the last crisis had been under lockdown, for me it was food and shelter and family were the three main things that were important but if you go back to the shootings in Christchurch was it food and shelter and family it wasn't you know they would it was different mm-hmm. and if you went back to the earthquakes it really uh, you know it was kind of more of a community effort to help and rally around yeah but then when we go back to the COVID-19 things, you didn't get involved in the community, you did the opposite. So each crisis Mm, needs its own strategy. I think that's when you, by talking to other people about how they're dealing with it or what they're doing, I think that's something that seems to be relevant to everything.
6: Yeah.
0: A common interest. Mm.
6: Yeah.
0: Um, All right, so we're we've got to come up with um, some takeaways Take, yeah. actually, actually Danny just quickly I know
1: times like in terms of solution actually thinking about this one we're talking about the data stuff is actually have one place bookmarked where you've got reliable information just keep bookmarks of that reliable information about stuff because there's so much fluff around there so I think that would be a good sort of terms of solutions for stuff you know
3: it's almost like your emergency kit
1: like yeah like an kit. emergency hot list Bookmarked on yeah. your phones, on your sort of stuff, and it yeah. maybe back that up so think, I know where to go yeah.
0: when when things happen.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. <coughs> does the Prado battery finally have been jumped up? Just kidding.
3: Did, you... did it? Did it actually? I
0: oh, did it. Do the job. Yeah. Did you, did you have enough time to charge it and get it going? No, nah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think mark has gone to sleep. <laughs> Mark, wake up! Did the Prado get start? Did, What's did you, that? Did you get enough? Not really one of the solutions, well,
4: is it? Well, I had another guy came around and He just he just had one of those great big booster packs that it just mm. sit on. He's a, a mechanic, and he just put it straight onto the old battery, and then boof, started. So if I had had a piece of equipment like that, I would have better started without using yeah. the car. Yeah.
6: I'll what
0: die. about calling
4: the AA? <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the time the AA got there, there would have been no plantation or prado there as well. Yeah. No, <laughs> call the
6: AA before you started Before yeah, you jump the car.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, but but I'm a farm boy from way back. We always yeah. do these things. Yeah. <laughs> some most times we get away with it. Yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, poor car takeaways put the emergency kit thing that oh. Lachlan was
0: talking about yeah. oh yeah oh finger um yeah I, I, well, I cut my thumb twice I've cut both thumbs in the kitchen lately but as soon as I do it it doesn't matter what I'm doing I have to stop uh and that's kind of like a lot of those crises that you have isn't it you just have to stop and deal with it you can't leave it
7: yeah,
0: uh, and that's the frustration, something. But then you do get your priorities right, don't you? Yeah. Hmm. Any more takeaways? What have you got?
4: Oh, basically, be be put in a nut, nutshell. It's just say be prepared for every eventuality, if that is possible. Yep.
0: What about where do we look for our leadership when things go wrong? We turn the TV on. We listen to the radio we hope the prime minister's been informed enough. Uh, but how much faith do we put in those, um, those sort of people?
4: Well, if you, if you're in, in you, I think in New Zealand, your first point of leadership is yourself. So in the moment that a crisis occurs initially for many of them, whether it's earthquakes or whatever, you have to look to your own self as to what you're going to do. Then you do reach out as we did in this country and, and, um, you know, you had the Prime Minister and old Bloomfield up on stage. And I think most of the population were reassured with the way that they were yes, uh, handling things um, compared to other leaders around the world. Um, and, of course, you look out and seek out the, that leadership. I just feel sorry for those millions of Americans uh, who are lo- looking to their orange-haired president for leadership <laughs> and, and <laughs> listening and believing it. I
0: true. know. um, It's amazing. I mean, it'd be so disappointing to think, oh my God, we're on our own. (laughs) Uh, Well, you are. (laughs) Apart
5: from groups like this where you can go for advice.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, All right, then. So, um, what about next week's topic? We have got um, one minute left there before you guys all run away. What about, uh, we did talk about health. We did. we did talk about diets at the start and that was quite interesting, but <laughs> can we have dieting tips or uh, health tips?
1: Um, yeah, I'll, I, I'll, I'll be eating then so. Be yeah.
4: Mm. you're yeah. yeah, Strips- from the script too much. No, that's right.
0: Well, you um,
6: have to stay healthy in order to deal with crisis. Yeah, that's a
0: good one. Mm. Or stress, yeah. Is it priorities? What about, what
1: about we talking before about establishing authority? That's something that's sort of I've got a bit of taken a bit of an interest at the moment. It's quite it's establishing its authority in your sector. Ah,
6: oh, that's a good one. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. So um are you becoming a um a, a, a person of influence or I'm a a glamorous
1: blonde influencer travelling the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got yeah, a fair you bit you of work to
0: do, Lachlan I can see. Is she on TikTok?
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: Are they on TikTok? What's the address?
1: Actually, I did something a while ago. For I went to a, a Christmas party, a midnight a midwinter Christmas thing, and I put different outfits on. and I just did little shots and had one go from one shot to the other one. And what should I do? And my daughter said, "Dad, you should be so on TikTok." <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, what, what, in a nutshell, what did you actually say the topic could be, Lockman? Well, I think establishing authority,
1: you know, and before you start selling stuff, but. um how you establish, you know, choose to, how do you establish authority, how you take a line, how you might think about promoting that.
4: Mm. Does that make and sense? I, because most people yeah. are kind of jumbled. And <laughs> it floats, yeah, and it goes into, um, you know, how do you position your speciality so that you stand out amongst the crowd? That's
1: right, yeah. I yeah. mean, for example, online, I've been doing stuff where I do a bit of CV writing to promote that. And all these people who do career stuff go on there and say, oh, CV writers, they only know half the story. You know, I do, I've got full career services and they get on the, on your LinkedIn stuff, you know. And yeah, the fact is I've only been going 18 months and I've been going 17 years doing the same stuff. It's that sort of thing, you know. I, um, so so be able to establish it, take a line, Reinforcing. There's some people who are doing really well on things like LinkedIn, but also just personally, how you introduce yourself. Um, yeah. I think those things when are quite you say, important.
3: Um, an authority in your field?
1: How about this? How about? Is that
3: what you mean?
1: Like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Establishing, th- you know, establishing and reinforcing authority in your field.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah. they That, that is
4: your point of difference, and that's your strength.
7: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's anyway, right. Anyway,
4: I've got to go, guys. So I'll just
1: carry right. and See you, mate. All, All right. right. I can see the flames licking behind you out your window there, Mark.
0: So. <laughs> 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 the hey, okay, guys, I'll just um, screw up the meeting for the podcast. So thanks for tuning in today. If you're wondering who these crazy people are, please uh, do check us out on elite6.co.nz. I uh, appreciate your comments and feedback. Be sure to subscribe and we'll come back next week and listen to our, our theme, which will be becoming an authority in your field. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the meeting. Alright that's me done, yes, I uh, need to figure out how to push pause on that recording thing. Pause.